Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future. At Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination, and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere, and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. Medina at the Live Life by Design podcast, and we are so excited to be on again today with my co-host, Mrs. Magniani. How you doing today? Wait, Joe. Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> right on, girl power today again. Sarah, how you doing? Doing well, thank you, doing well. Right on, hot weather, huh? Summer, beautiful California summer, and beautiful California traffic. Ladies. What you got going on? So today we have a very special guest. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about her before we bring her on the mic and have her uh, t- you know, tell us her or share with us her knowledge in her industry. Um, so she um, is a certified business coach. Um, some of her, um, some of uh, what she's known for is for NLP training, a master practitioner of NLP and uh, a master uh, practitioner in timeline therapy. Wow. And a little bit about her, she is an expert in the science of mindset, success in business and in life. Coaching businesses, professionals, individuals to grow and maximize their strengths and reach their full potential and achieve the results they have dreamed of. Working in groups and individuals, one-on-one setting, settings, she uh, dives into finding the harmony of career entrepreneurship in life, improving relationships, clarify their goals and dreams. Uh, She works more effectively um, as well as increasing their bottom line uh, profitability. So not just the mindset, but, you know, in other areas as well, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So firsthand, or she knows firsthand what it's like to be struggling and pretending everything is okay. So she found the courage to dream again and refine herself. She knows what it takes to dig deep and master the self-talk, shift her limitations to create and design the life she always dreamed of. So she has a lot of good thought there, I'm sure. Did did you just say, pretend everything is okay? I guess so. You have to maybe fake it till you make it sometimes. I don't know. Wow. Wow. I'm sure she'll This is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. (laughs) Danny. I have here, we would like to share the favorite quote from our guests. And on that quote, it's, nothing, nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I am possible. Wow. Wasn't that amazing? I like it. I am possible. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know what? We're going to let her expand on that and tell us how that quote has gotten her out maybe out of her deepest valleys at times. How maybe that quote helped her structured the individual and professional she is nowadays, right? Maybe the quote just continues feeding her on a daily basis to empower others to find themselves and understand that they are possible as well, right? So without further ado, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Yo soy amazing, this that is so cool. I fell in love with that when I saw it. Um, but without further ado, Master Coach Anna Y. Robles. How are you doing today, Anna? I am doing amazing. Awesome. And I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. Just so Welcome. happy to have you here. Um, expand on that quote, please. Nothing says um impossible because the word itself it says I am possible. Yeah. 
really, if we look deep and everything we do, we have the ability and we live in actually, we live in a country with anything is possible. It's right. up to us to decide what we want to do. Yeah. Either we choose to empower ourselves, we choose to create the life we want, mm-hmm. or we could choose to do nothing and suffer and complain. Right. So what do we get to do? So I choose to look at possibility. Yeah. I choose to look at positivity. I choose to look at love and how to give back to people and empower them to live their best life. Mm-hmm. So that quote really resonates with who I am, with mm-hmm. my core values, mm-hmm. and how I get to help people to let them let lead them because it's about leading them right. to believe in themselves is to bring out the best in them. Of course, that there's a whole world of possibilities and they could do anything they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you said something very important. You said core values. You know, some some people never discover those. Or 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 they they discover them but never give them their full value or or ride them as the incredible wave it could be to propel them into discovering new phases about themselves. Right? So I'm very big on core values. Um, one of my biggest is loyalty. And I will not let go of that. That's like a non-negotiable for me. And it, it you know, it, in one of our books, um, we have a quote. We're very much about empowering. We're very, very much about uh, helping people discover the within uh, to be able to engage and be successful in whatever it is that they choose to do. Not necessarily only, even though we are a real estate investing um, company, uh, sometimes that might just be the vehicle to give you the financial ability to pursue what you really want to be and really want to do in life, right? So for me, one of my core values is loyalty. What about you ladies? What Mine is loyalty too. Really? Wow. Loyalty. What about you, Sarah? Well, there. I mean, there are many strong, you know, core values that um, I think we all go by. You yeah. know, and um, I would think, you know, loyalty, respect, honesty. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe those are my like top three, or all of them are number one. But yeah. Yeah. What about you, Hannah? What, I'm going to throw the <laughs> ball back at you. What's your What's one of your core values? My number one core value comes down to honesty or integrity. So they're both the same. Yeah. And reality is we all have values. Mm -hmm. Like you said, some of us don't explore them. Right. It takes maybe a lesson in life to like, oh, wait a minute. But you know what? And you know what? We also have values in different aspects of our lives. Mm -hmm. We have values for business. We have values for our relationships. We have values for family. So as long as your number one value is there... Life is awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, tonight we have a room filled uh, with girl power. I'm going to yeah. let you ladies go and and head spear this conversation tonight because you, uh, you give out so much great energy. And you know me, I'm long-winded. I can talk for a thousand years nonstop. But I'm going to put the ball completely on your court tonight and let the girl power just be known. You know, just ladies out there listening to us know that women are way more powerful than men. And you hear that from a guy uh, with a little bit of macho in them. Um, Mm -hmm. But indeed, women are so powerful, yet sometimes so afraid. How do you ladies, Anna, how, how do you speak to women and empower them to unveil what sometimes through culture believes is meant to stay on the low side and not overpower the male uh, uh, presence. There's many different ways of looking at it. Yeah. So there, we need the energy of the male and we need the energy of the female. So there should be some kind of harmony. Okay. And when we women and when we allow men to stand in their power and we stand in our power, then that's where we create the harmony, not the balance. It's a harmony because there's Mm. a give and take. Mm -hmm. So we as human beings, we as women should and we get to is believe in ourselves when we believe so 
strongly in our soul, in our core, in our, who we are, then everything just starts to radiate. And when we stand in our, in our, in our power, when we believe in ourselves, we love ourselves, we have those boundaries where, which creates respect because when we create respect, people cre- respect us back. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how we create that harmony between men and women. Because we're, at the end of the day, we're both human beings and we are here in this world. What? No, what? Danny's over here interrupting us. Sorry. <laughs> what are you it's doing? It's mute. <laughs> okay, we'll fix that as we go. Um, little technical difficulties, I guess. We'll fix them right now. Let's talk to our engineer that is me. And then Bruce over here. <laughs> sorry, you're going to have to edit this side. Um, but yeah, sorry for the interruption. I guess we can't hear Danny. Maybe you take one. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. absolutely. Okay. I can't hear none of you. Really? Yeah. Wow, oh, half no. an hour later. Sorry. <laughs> no, it just happened. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you can hear us now? No, I can't. Oh, sorry okay. about that. No, well, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It, you know, as a matter of fact is... Uh, um, when we started podcasting, I thought mistakes were not allowed, but mistakes are natural. You know, I, I, uh, I was part of a, a big 150 program, Zoom program, right? And then the whole system shut down. And then I realized that even the big boys have no control over technical fails, right? So mm-hmm. listeners, if you ever try to podcast, if you ever want to podcast and you screw up, it, it's okay, all right, it's okay. You know, technical Tap on difficulties the table. are going to have an on time. the table. Right. Our battery is really good for one. So that's why the iPhone and other things are going to have to fail. And then Bruce is interrupting <laughs> us over here with the cameras. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, cool. Anyways, let's uh, keep moving forward and keep the energy going, right? So, ladies, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to put it on your court. You control, you dominate this conversation. I'm going to be a fly in the wall, and I'm going to really fight myself to stay quiet. <laughs> can't stay quiet. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, that's not that. We're never going to happen. I have a question. Like, uh, when did you, when, how did you start, like, doing this coaching? How did you start? What, what made you focus on that field? Like what? What was the click that you felt? That what? What gave you the passion to go there? That's a great question. So, back in high school, mm-hmm. I remember vividly that I fell in love with counseling, and I was thinking I want to be a psychologist. And at the same time, I had a love and a passion for numbers. So I was torn between deciding if I wanted to be an accountant or I wanted to be a psychologist. So what I did, I did the easiest or the path of least resistance. And I went to school and I was learning business. And that seed that I planted for psychology just kind of stayed in the back of my mind. And it was just there. Um, fast forward, you know, 15 years later, after spending 15 years in the restaurant business, I was a training director. Um, I was let go. My boss retired and said, Hey, uh, we love you. We, we think you're a great employee. We just can't afford you. I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? So at that moment I came across financial services and my friend and I were kind of working together. And that's when I was brought back into personal development. It was like, Oh, Maybe I should, you know, and I started working on myself, reading books and listening to things. And I got comfortable again and I went back to work in corporate America and I worked for another 15 years in the fashion industry. Then it came to the point and I, one thing that I remember vividly throughout this 30 year period is whenever I put a, my, a thought in my mind, I realized that we create it. So whatever we speak, we actually create into existence. So I remember vividly when I would start to think, hey, I'm getting tired of this. I want to do something different. And sure enough, a couple months later, my boss says that he'd retire and that he can't afford my salary. Then I keep going with life. 15 years later, I'm in this environment that's very toxic. This was in 2016. It was a very toxic environment in the fashion world. 
I loved it, but I st- also started to think, what do I want? What do I want to do? And um, suddenly I was pushed out or I had to make a choice to choose to take care of me. And during that dark period, I'm thinking, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And I came across NLP. And when I came across NLP, I only took it because I thought I was going to learn how to be a better networker. And I was, I was t- taken back about everything that it taught me. Sorry, what's the NLP? It stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Okay. Which, no clue. <laughs> which is actually um, based on psychology. So I took that and it changed my life. So 2018, I took all these classes to become, just to be better or just to get myself out of the dark hole that I was in. So at the end, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like I, my life changed in a matter of a year just by working on myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started like, how can I help people? And then I was like, well, I want to do this. I want to teach. So I was starting the process of doing that. And then my dad gets sick. He passes away. So I had to take a step back. I will have to say having the tools of NLP helped me deal with the fact that my dad was coming to the end of life. It helped me be there for my family while it was a difficult time and allowed me to get closer to my dad as well. And so after he passed, it's like, it was time for me to grieve. But during that grieving, I was able to look back and say, you know what? This tool helped me. This tool helped my family. I want to help those people that are in the same space that I was in. So I went back full force. I want to be a trainer. I want to teach NLP. And then through that, I realized, wait a minute. You've been training people in management. You've taught them how to be profitable. You did the same thing in the fashion industry. There's so many entrepreneurs that I was bumping into all, all these networking events that I was attending and that I still attend that they were stuck. They were feeling like they were in this hamster wheel just going, going, and going. Mm-hmm. And they were not being able, they didn't know how to get out. So I went back and I dug deep and I was like, well, I know all these strategies from being in business. Let me help them put the strategies, let me take my NLP tools and help them with the mindset, help them with their business. And that's what business coaching came about. This podcast is sponsored by Become an Investor. Here at Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals, all working a path towards financial independence. We're about empowering you to take control of your financial future. Well, how? Well, most of us got started with foreclosure leads and you now can too. Follow the link in the show notes below, and for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads. Get this book so you too can get started on your path to living life by design. Now back to the podcast. Wow. That's amazing. So you were going through a dark spot on your life. You were going through this, this dark florist when you discover that helping other people's other people helping yourself helping other people was actually helping you yes that's yes. great yes yeah how I something mean, negative you know and a struggle brought something positive and all the all the tools that you've accumulated throughout the years now you put them into practice in in something that's now what you love right it truly is. So when I go back, I realize I planted a seed back in high school, and that seed is now turned into a tree that's giving me fruit. And I get to share that fruit with others because now their lives are also impacted by the choices that I've made. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, everybody goes back and forward. I remember, like, my, my first passion was was dogs, was working with a vet. And then I grow up and I, I'm here today doing real estate, right? And I'm not sure if this is the, going to be the passion that I'm going to be following. I know this is going to give me the directions or, or it's going to give me the, uh, um, the flexibility to do whatever passion I'm, I'm still going to build because I don't think 
you just start. Life, it's about starting and phase, right? And at this point of my life, I think building real estate, it's my passion. I don't think I'm going to just, I, I, I want to get on the point. Um, I want to get on the point where I'm going to have enough passive income to just either keep teaching others what you are doing today or just look for something else that's going to bring me more joy because life it's about joy and I think we're sharing joy right now and once you're on the point where you can share that where you you can you you can give that to others they they build the momentum on on the passion that you're you're giving that is giving it's so important and you don't know there's so many ways to give on life that you don't understand. You can barely see. What you're doing today, I mean, on my eyes, you are giving. You are giving the gift of the, the, the self-development. And that makes, it, it, it builds up people in so many ways. It builds up, it builds strength on the person. That is going to take that, that, little beast inside of the person it's going to help them to discover passion it's going to help them to i, I don't know there is so many ways that building that it it i love it i just i don't know i think also um you know allowing yourself to shift gears and it's okay that you don't you know you don't you graduate in a certain field and you don't have to stay there forever you know if that's not what you like in your case you know, both of your employers at one point said, okay, you know, we have to let you go. But however, like you're saying, you had planted this seed. And so, you know, you graduate from school and you think, oh, I have to do this for the rest of my life. But sometimes it's okay to change from one industry to the next to find your real passion, right? Absolutely. We all are, like, I like to say that we're like an onion. We're constantly peeling the onion so we're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. So one day, this could be our passion because we go full full in and we do what brings us joy. And we're very happy. Well, we outgrow that. And when we outgrow that, then we come to another, another journey, another path. And now we go full force on that. And then it's like, well, we've done everything we could have done here. Now we bump into another fork in the road and we get to choose yeah it's just an evolution as human beings yeah and you know what funny you mentioned that because earlier today I was listening to this um this audio it's a YouTube video or something from um Jordan Peterson I believe is his name um and he was talking about how you want to have goals that at some point are unattainable so you will never stop because if you you know you set up your goals to where oh, I've achieved it. And then it's kind of like, okay, so what's next? And then you set up another goal and you, you achieve that goal and then you're kind of still, again, in that same place. Also, what's next? But if you set yourself goals that at some point, you know, are unattainable, but throughout reaching that goal, you're going through those smaller, you know, goals that you've set up for yourself, you're going to be, you know, searching for that major goal and you may never get there but it will keep your life moving and growing you know it's interesting you say that because in two of my i i teach my nlp class and then i teach another class um and what i usually bring up during that class because reality is that our conscious mind our brain or subconscious mind whichever you want to call it is always listening and it's always also protecting you and it's going to protect you because if it doesn't know something, it's, a, it's going to say, that's too scary. Don't try it. So stay in the comfort zone. So that's when we create goals that are easy to achieve or easy to attain. So what I actually do in my class, and it's an exercise that I do with them, I ask them, I want you to write down right now, write down what you think you're going to be earning by the end of this year. So I'll say, look at your, if you're sitting down in your computer on December 31st at 5 p.m. and you look at the number that you have earned, whatever that number might be in sales, in business, or that you've just earned in, in your work, 
look at that number. Is that the number that you really want? Write it down. What is that number that you want when December 31st of 2023 at 5 p.m.? What number do you want to look at? So I have them write down that number. And then I tell them, I want you to really look at that number. Now do me a favor. I want you to add a zero to that number. And most people, most of the students completely freak out because that number is like way too high, way out of their league. They never thought it would be possible. And they're like, and I tell them, you guys probably think I'm really crazy right now. You're probably ready to call 911 and say, this woman is out of her mind. (laughs) Because if that number didn't scare you, then that number that you originally wrote down was not big enough. Yeah. And then it's like, well, we can't do it. I'm like, that's a belief you have. What if you could do it? Yeah. I am possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am possible. Yeah, I'm going to jump in because I'm having a real hard time staying quiet here. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but you know what? I'm very much about everything you you put out, everything you're about, which is personal development, making people dig deep in their core and battle themselves into new experiences. But the limiting beliefs, you know, just have people by that chain that they could never, ever, ever, ever break. And half of them people never try to break. You know, they don't want to break paradigms that they're instilled by I don't know, ancestors and the ancestors of ancestors. And you're meant to be part of the workforce forever and ever and ever again. I mean, look at our education system. It's meant for people to be included into the workforce, right? It is not meant for freedom. It is not meant for you to do what you want to do when you want to do it with whomever you want to do it. It is meant for you to be suppressed. Absolutely. That's what school was designed for many, many years ago. Yeah. And people don't really know that. It was meant to teach you a discipline. Right. So that you could go into the workforce. Yeah. I'm going to say quiet because I'm going to get mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm not going to get mad, but I do get a little antsy about, you know, what's the toughest thing in business is when you have a good idea or a good product and you genuinely want to benefit someone, you're not battling the individual. You're battling all the baggage they carry through the paradigms that they've been instilled on, and they got to go fight, right? Mm-hmm. They got to go fight this... I was going to cuss. Uh, they they got to go fight this beast that is too ugly and too big, too monstrous for them to even taunt it. You know, they're, they, you're asking them to go face the lion face first and challenge their safety. And you know what they do? They rather not. And there's a lot of people that want to stay in what I, in their comfort zone, in their little box. And this is all I know. And this is what I could only do. Yeah. What, what, what would be the first two steps you would tell people listening, our audience, that they could put immediately into practice to fight those demons? There's a lot that happens. It could be beliefs that, like you said earlier, their beliefs are instilled in us through generations. And, you know, we don't even, are not even aware when those beliefs started. Right. So if you want to break that, You have to start by making yourself a priority. And it starts with habits. Mm. And the first habit, it's waking up early, doing your bed, doing gratitude. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is the most valuable thing that we could do. And from there, I mean, because you get to be grateful to God. You get to be grateful to the universe, whoever you believe in. There's no right or wrong. Start with gratitude. Start with getting up early. Start with making yourself a priority. And what I like to also encourage people to do, health and read. 
read five pages, 10 pages. Look for things that are going to expand your mind. Listen to podcasts. Listen to um, audiobooks. It's about feeding what's in between our ears. And when we start feeding that, it starts to wake up. And when it starts to wake up, the answers for your life will start to show up because we have the answers inside of us. Yeah, I agree. I was I was talking to my son yesterday and I was we were talking about reading. And he said, dude, like, I don't want to read. And I'm like, no, it's easiest way to learn. And he said, well, you know, it's I dread reading. Right. Even though they were avid readers early on in school. Right. And he said, well, why are you so big on reading? And I told him, because experience never expires. Right. Experience never expires. Somebody took the time to place their experience in a book and give you access to it. Mm-hmm. And that will never expire. Right. It, it can it can ease up your journey. And so many people neglect to. Yeah. Because reading is like it, it could be boring. It could be very heavy. But it could only be heavier if you're not interested. Exactly. Right? Exactly. My son used to read all the time. Right now he's on this little pass, you know, little Instagram, little this, little that. I think that's getting people so distracted mm-hmm. that it, it. I don't, I need to find a way to put him back to reading, but he's also... On the other hand, he's the the National Geographic. He likes watching. He come up with so many weird stuffs. Like, do you know how many stars is in there? How far they are? Like, it, he keeps feeding himself with so many different stuffs because I don't think he he already has any kind of passion, but he reads about or listen about everything. I mean. Either if it's reading or listening to a podcast or watching something very interesting, I think it, it really blows your mind to open up for for a new past, for a new vision. You just need to find a vision that's going to interest you. Mm-hmm. You know, create that that past. Create some some love so you can follow. I think it's all about the love that you're looking for all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's that fire that we're looking for. And for some people, it could be like it's for for books or Audible, you know, or for a podcast or YouTube video or something like National Geographic. You know, we all have different things. It's when we find it, stick to that because that's where you're going to find what feeds you. Because what we feed grows, what we starve dies. Mm. I like that. Mm. Say that again. What we feed grows. What we starve dies. Oh, yeah, that's love, right? Yeah. Keep putting some water. Yeah. 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 Water 100%. your garden. Water your garden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> water your garden. Water your seeds. Yeah. And they'll grow. One thing caught my attention here, and maybe you can expand on this. And one of the answers to your questions is you, you spoke about the shift, shifting your focus from scarcity to abundance. Why is that so difficult? What what what's the easiest way for people to shift from that scarcity mentality, that fear mentality, that limiting belief mentality into that of abundance and freedom and giving and just letting go? It is difficult because most of us want to be control freaks. Mm. And when we're controlling everything, is when we are living in scarcity. When you let go, it's everything starts to flow back. Yeah. So scarcity, what does that mean? It's I don't have enough. I can't make enough. I can't spend this because I'm not worthy. So the bottom line is we have this belief that we are not worthy. And so anything that we make or anything that we do, it's based on that belief that we're unconsciously carrying. So we start to believe, like, I can make money. I'm not worthy of this. And what we have to do is switch that. 
But that's the scary part. But that's a choice that we get to make. And we switch that by starting to believe in ourselves. We start by, I am worthy of this. I'm capable of this. And there's exercises and different things, you know, that we do. Like in my timeline therapy, it's when I work with people on the worthiness to get rid of it because it's so deep into into our neurology. It's stuck in in our cells. So I help people break through that so that they can start to believe and empower themselves. How can you start doing it without going through timeline therapy is changing what you're saying. So I'm going to kind of switch it a little bit up for you. So I had a conversation with someone um, just last week. I was on a Zoom call, on a business Zoom call, not on on a podcast, with someone in Australia. And I'm here in California. So this gentleman in Australia, he we've been talking back and forth um, on business. And he said, I'm really curious, what does yo soy mean? He, he knew that I had I have a background in food in the food industry. So he thought soy was really the yeah. product soy. Because, <laughs> because, you know, we take it for granted that we're here in the U.S. and a lot of people speak Spanish or we're in, we're in this side of the world and this hemisphere and, and Spanish is predominantly. So he's, we're, uh, I'm speaking to someone in Australia on a different part of the world and he's like, what does that mean? So I turn around and I said, yo stands for I, soy stands for am. And thus, those are the two most powerful words that any human being can say, I am. Because anything that follows I am will become a reality. So if you tell yourself, I am amazing, the more you say it, your brain, your unconscious mind is going to start to believe it and it's going to start to create uh, things to support that belief. So when, wow. you're, so when you're saying you're so amazing, you're really telling yourself, I am amazing. I am awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I never <laughs> thought of that where you're just saying now it just clicked. You know, the more you, th- you tell yourself you are something, then you unconsciously start to feed it so you can help it grow. I hadn't. That was like a Oprah moment, aha moment. <laughs> Good, and it goes and it goes back to what he asked about, you know, the scarcity and the abundance mentality. So if I'm tell if you're telling yourself, I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, I'm not, you know, I can't afford this. Guess what's happening? There's things that are showing up in your life to show you that you cannot afford it to prove you that you're right. But the moment you start switching that, yes, I can afford this. I can have this. Things will start to show up in your life to support that new belief. Mm-hmm. We create as we speak. Yeah. Did you ever hear to the scarcity? Did I ever what? The scarcity. Mm-hmm. How did you react to that? What do you remember when you're, what was your tax? Like, what was your powerful ta- powerful tag to get out of scarcity? Or your talk to yourself? Like your, your. Yeah, to her. Yeah. yeah. What was your. To get out of scarcity. Your, yeah. To get out of scarcity, I really started um, my um, gratitude, my gratitude journal. Okay. That's where I started. And one thing that I remember, uh, and this is this is before going into my dark spots and or anything. I remember traveling with a friend and that friend would would always take out a book and write down all her expenses. I was like, why is she doing that? And it didn't it didn't I'd never understood it and I still haven't asked her that question. So maybe I should go back and ask her. But I just remember that she would write down like how much she spent. So what I started to do when I was having that difficult times in my life when I was in the scarcity mentality and I was afraid of many different things because there was a lot of things that kind of happened in a matter of certain time that put me in a place where I I call it my dark spot it was like I was depressed and I was you know it, it changed me I would not change that for anything in the world because it's made me who I am today what I started to do is I started writing gratitude. So I would wake up in the morning. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that I'm going to have an amazing day. And then I, at the end of the day, I would go back and I would say, okay, what, what am I grateful for today? I'm grateful that I have a house. I'm grateful that I had $20 to spend on food. I $20 on gas. I would literally write, and it goes back to what my friend was doing. She was writing everything that she would spend. So I would write down everything that I was grateful for. 
if I had $50 to go to Target or if I had $20 to go to the grocery store, I would write that down because every little bit that I was grateful for started to multiply. I'm grateful that I went to a networking event and I met three people. I'm grateful that I had a phone call with a potential client. I'm grateful for the air that I'm breathing. So I started writing down everything that I was grateful for, which started to change my mentality. And it started to bring more. And as it brought more, I started to write that down. So you're still doing your gratitude? I do. I do, my, I do my gratitude. So I have this really cool um, journal on my coffee table. So every night before going to bed, I write something down on there. In the morning, when I wake up, I have another journal by my bed um, where I write down what I'm grateful for in that morning. And sometimes throughout the day, it's like, oh, I'm grateful for this. Remember, I remember one of the mentorships that I did, you did too. You had to get a book and start, you know, being grateful, writing down what you're grateful for. I remember one of the days, you know, I was just starting on real estate. Then I would But thou, I'm grateful I dare knock so many doors today. I'm grateful for this and this and that. By the end of the 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 mentorship, I was already writing down, I'm grateful I get a good answer today from the guy that I dare knock two months ago. Then I was looking at progress right in front of my eyes. I was just like, damn, this is good. Because you can actually, you, you have a record, right? Mm -hmm. You have a record for the good things that's happening on your life. And if you don't put that down, you're just going to say, yeah, I had a great conversation. It was just a follow-up. But if you go back, it was like three months before. I was just like, damn, I'm, I'm having progress. Step by step, I can see progress. Mm -hmm. And that was it. grateful. I mean, I still, I need to go back to that habit. It's very powerful. It transforms your mind in a certain way that you can, I I don't even know. I don't. It's another level, right? You you unleash the 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 power to to. I don't know. To the it's so funny. I it, I need to keep doing that. I need to go back to the habit. Mm -hmm. Well, because we have a conscious mind and we have an unconscious mind. Our conscious mind is so arrogant enough to believe that it's running our entire world. It's the unconscious mind that is really running our world. We just don't give it permission or we don't allow it to, you know, to come out. When you start to do those little shifts, like the gratitude, it's like, oh, she's listening to me. Okay, cool. Let me give her a little bit more because she's paying attention. It's That's important. I, I, I think I jump back in. Um, gratitude is so simple. It could be so simple, you know, just grateful for your pillow, grateful for, you know, roof over your head. Like you said, grateful for waking up, grateful for your family or great simple things, grateful for your dog, right? So many different things. And at the beginning for, you know, people that don't practice gratitude or ledgering your gratitude, um, It might feel awkward at the beginning. It might feel really awkward at the beginning. Just, like, you know, I got to be grateful for my coffee this morning. But yeah, it's true. And, and, and I can say that from experience. When I first started doing it, I was like, what am I grateful for? Like, I would really sit there and think about it. It took me a little while to yeah. get comfortable enough to even write. I'm grateful for the coffee that I'm having. I'm right. grateful for the floor that you know the carpet in my on my floor right. i'm grateful that i have a warm house to come to right those little things i'm grateful that i saw my mom i'm grateful that i got to you know spend time with my niece all those little things matter yeah because yeah. what it does is bringing love is bringing joy and when you bring love joy it creates more positivity so when you have more positivity you bring more of that Now, on the other hand, if you focus on the, I don't have this and I don't have that and all this negativity, you're bringing more of that. So we have a choice. Do I want to be the victor? Do I want to be in power or do I want to be the victim and be disempowered? The choice is yours. Right. Everybody wants to have the power to, to, to follow their dreams, right? To, to become who they want. That is the difficulty. 
people sometimes they want to do things they want to become something but they don't have the power to follow their own dreams i think the, the being being a coach doing what you do it's very important because you're you're rewinding their mind to see who they can they can be you know that that it's so important to have possibilities in front of you that you can recognize when you recognize because you might have that 100 possibilities in front of you but you might deny yourself to live them So we have a choice. We either live in a world of possibility or we live in a world of necessity. And it's really easy to spot the people. Um, the people that are living in a world of possibility, they always have, they always take responsibility for everything. Things happen to me because of this and I'm going to move forward. Then if we live in a world of necessity or impossibility, We always have an excuse. Well, this happened because of that, and I couldn't do this because of that. So it really is, if we listen to what people are saying, we could pick up on what, what world they're living in. Are they living in a world of possibility or are living in a world of impossibility? And then we could guide them, show them like what the other side looks like. Right, right. So let me ask you this. Do you, in your business, do you focus... Uh, on upcoming entrepreneurs on existing entrepreneurs on failed entrepreneurs <laughs> on successful entrepreneurs what what is your specialty what is your niche is there a niche or is it just a gen general is it a like a generic platform where everybody needs help here there a little bit here a little bit well there? if i say everybody and everybody then equals nobody um so reality is um I don't want to say it's a niche or I want to say it's specific because then I'm cutting off a lot of people and I really want to help others. So what I focus in is the un upcoming entrepreneur, someone that already has an idea or somebody that's already been working and they feel stuck. They feel like, I don't know how to get to the next level or they don't have the system. So my whole premise is let me take a look at what your strategies are what your system looks like and at the same time that we're looking at that I'm also looking what's in between the ears and I'm listening for keywords I'm listening are they taking responsibility or they are they're always creating recent and then my job is to shift it so my job it's I help people that I mean one of my clients went from making like two thousand dollars a month to like now making well over five figures every single month. Wow. wow. So my job is to get them from a place where they feel like, what, what am I doing here? To really getting them to have that freedom to create that legacy that they want, whatever that is. So I've been working a lot with the health industry. I have restaurants. I mean, I have a lot of experience. So um, business is business. You know, a P&L is a P&L, profit and loss statement. You know, we all have expenses. We ha all have revenue. So I understand what that is. I also understand what's in here. And then, I know, having a business is having a system, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. making it duplicatable. So that's my job to get them to be able to duplicate themselves. Awesome. Awesome. So what would be your message for people that are, Um, considering getting into business in general or even um, what we have going on, which is real estate investing, what would be, you know, maybe some, some uh, words of wisdom that you can share with people that are on the fence of, should I leave my job? Should I, uh, you know, get into business, entrepreneurship, stop that, you know, flowing Friday check and wonder into Who knows what's going to come? So first of all, get really clear on what it is that you want. Do you really want to be a business owner? Do you want to own a job? Because there's a difference. There's right. a self-employed and there's a business owner. Right. And there's also the safety net of having a paycheck. Right. So in order for you to be self-employed or a business owner is you really need to work on yourself. You need to work on your mindset because becoming a business owner, becoming a self-employed, It takes a lot of grit. There's days that you may not get paid. There's days that you're working and working. And that takes a toll. And until you build this up, that muscle, then it's going to be difficult. And you want to be able to get 
past that. And the only thing that you could do is work on yourself. And when you have created or you have a solid dream or a solid clarity on what it is that you want, by all means, go for it. Because I believe that entrepreneurs, people that are investing, we have the capability of changing the world around us. When we put more out there into our society, we create legacies. Mm. So I really wholeheartedly believe start by investing in yourself. And I like to share, say it this way. Think about all the athletes, all those famous athletes, like the Kobe Bryants, all of, you know, the Tiger Woods. What do they all have in common? They spend years and time crafting you know, working on their craft. They would get up early in the morning, you know, either go out golfing or playing basketball to get better at what they do. But at the same time that they did that, it was, they were working on their mentality. They were working on their mindset because they were out there doing the thing that most people wouldn't do. Right. Yeah. That's typical. So if you really want success and you want to reach your goals, invest in yourself. Nice, nice. Right. Thank you. What what book would you recommend? Gosh, I have a library of books. It just depends on what it is that you. What's want. your favorite book? Oh, I can't think of the name. I I could totally picture it's an it's an older book and it's about a travel story, and it it talks about traveling the world. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of lessons in there. Mm. Is it the Alchemist? No, it's not. It's it was some it was a gift. A friend gave me that book and um it's just a it's a story about someone that's traveling throughout the world and as he's traveling he keeps meeting different people. They teach him different lessons and as each as each part each chapter ends, he moves into a different part of the world and there's a new lesson that makes him stronger because reality is everything that we do teaches us how to be better whatever we did today is preparing us for tomorrow right yeah i remember one of my coaches told me one time um everything you've done in the past don't bring the experiences just carry on the lessons Mm -hmm. and that's it the experiences might not be the best but the lessons you should always carry with you Mm -hmm. because they're applicable in different scenarios in life the experiences might not be because the environment, the people you experience with, the circumstances, all that could be different. But the lessons are always applicable. You know, that's why I tell my son, experience never expires. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's it's lessons. It's just It just helps you uh, uh, expedite your growth with less bruises, I guess. You know, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, sometimes we need those bruises, though. We do. We We, do. Sometimes life can always be roses. And that's what makes us who we are. Experiences. Right. Right. And it's true. But, you know, like we say in our business, it's easier to do to leverage. We leverage every resource we can in our business. Right. We have a dynamic in our in our group, in our community, which is uh, time. uh by the way, and we always say this, nobody has all five. It's five currencies, right? And it's relationships, knowledge, time, credit or credibility, and money. And not everybody has all five, all right? And I keep on saying I will always uh, uh, voice out that my idol is Elon Musk. Not even he has all five, right? So in, in the popular world... Elon is one of the richest men um, and one of the most successful companies out in modern society. Right. And not even he has all five. So here in our community, we leverage, we seek out what we don't have because you might have what I'm missing. Right. I might have what you're missing and it goes like in to effect across the board. Right. So, um, it's interesting, you know, this personal development is uh, hand in hand with any business, right? I, I'm, I'm an advocate of personal development 100%. Uh, for me and my personal experience ever since, I, I really never tapped into it. But once I did, it made me a better, 
It made me a better person. It made me a better professional, a better husband, a better father, a better everything all around. You know, it got me to understand um, my parents more, my friends. You know, it, it it's incredible what you start tapping into when you connect with people like yourself that are in the field of personal development and personal growth. Um, in this industry of real estate investing, we say, yeah, you need some of the bruises, but it's easier when you do it avoiding some of the bruises, you know, because there's a lot of money involved in this business. Sometimes it's not your money. So if I were a lender and you're going to go experiment with my money and come back with a bunch of bruises, I'm going to be a happy lender. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we'd rather leverage each other and know where we allocate our skills and our strengths. You know, so it's interesting. All around personal development is needed. You should always invest in yourself in every realm of life, I believe. Mm-hmm. Ladies. Personal, personal development touches a lot on that. Because when you, you say it's clear, you need to leverage each other. But if you don't have the mindset, you get greedy and on this business, you can just go down like really, really quick, really quick, really quick. Yeah. So it is very, very important to understand the mindset on this business. Like for real estate, for real, you need to understand that. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Not saying, uh, uh, not asking for help, not asking for support not asking have that mentality here it doesn't help so you don't want those bruises yeah i understand you need bruises on life but when you say that got me a little (laughs) no yeah well those bruises are the things that make you who you are reality in in all honesty and all fairness we all have some kind of bruise right however or and when you're in your type of environment, you know, or any other kind of business environment, it's really important to leverage relationships because the, that person over there, like Sarah, might have a skill that I lack. And if I bring her on board and I, you know, I could learn from her and she could, maybe I have something that she needs. So we get to leverage each other out and balance each other out. So it's really important to look like what are my weaknesses and accept that and then who can help me fill in those and what are my strengths and I could help the other person. And again, it goes, it does go back to, you know, having the mindset and it's also about if you trust yourself and you believe in yourself, whatever everybody else does around you, it's not going to bother you or hurt you because yeah, there's some people that may not have the values that you do. Right. Yeah. That's important. That's a great point. That's a great point. It's not it, not everything may sit well, but it doesn't mean you're being attacked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean there there's a lot to cut from. There's a lot of cloth to cut from, mm-hmm. especially in personal development. Mm-hmm. We can go on for hours and hours and hours, and I almost I almost would. No, I'm not going to say almost. I'm going to take the almost away from my sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you an open invite for a a second uh, episode on personal development. I would love that. You know, because there's so much more to to go on, right? Wise Uh, development. Yeah. I mean, the personal development, the wise development. Yeah, like there's just so more. So, so, So much and so much more to give. And you have so much value to bring to listeners. And you also speak Spanish. Si hablo español. Yeah. Yo soy amazing, right? (laughs) So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot, a lot to provide to our listeners in in this specific uh, uh, topic of personal development. I just love and I geek out on the fact that how our brain is so powerful. And I just want people to tap into it. I want them to create the life that they always wanted. Right. And just to let them know how easy it really is. I know it doesn't seem like it, you know, when we're going through those hurdles, but it really is easy. It is easy. It is easy. 
it is it is actually simple. Not, Not easy. easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Closing statements, uh, Danny. Now, just thank you for coming up, and um, the lessons are here. I mean, the mindset—it's a powerful tool that everybody should know and learn how to use to command their lives and live their dreams and work their business. That is the truth. Yeah, what I think. Awesome, Sarah. Yeah, I think you have a, a lot of knowledge um, to share, a lot more to give. Um, like Louis said, you know, maybe one podcast is not enough. And, you know, the fact that you were able to marry coach the business coaching with the mindset um, from your experience, that's amazing. And you're a woman. Yay, power to the woman. So, yeah, we, we need you again. Right on. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time to come out here and share and share with us. Thank you for inviting me. I had a lot of fun hanging out with you ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> so I would be honored if you asked me to come back. Awesome. We shall have you back, right? Oh, yeah. In the meantime, listeners, thank you for joining us. And uh, stay Bye -bye. tuned. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Talk soon. Yeah.